This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Because the New York Federal Reserve just launched a three-month digital currency. And they had us distracted with FTX, with nuclear war, with Balenciaga, with Kanye, with Planned Parenthood, what they've just come out with. Like how many things can they throw at us at one time so that we don't notice that they're about to turn us into communist zombies? Tracking of every single thing you do, you buy. It's not a conspiracy theory anymore. Oh yeah, and Elon said <laughs> that the Neuralink will be ready in six months. Yeah. It's the end of the world as we know it. <laughs> it's the end of the world as we know it. <laughs> uh it's the end of the old world, that's for sure. How's it going, everybody? Andrew for America here. It's time for another brand new episode of the Politics and Punk Rock Podcast. Thanks for being here. Uh, today, wanted to kick off the show with that clip. CBDCs, people. The end of freedom. Complete surveillance. Total surveilling power of the big club's technological dictatorship <laughs> that I've been talking about on this podcast since episode one. Do you see? Look around you, my fellow Americans. Do you see yet what I have been talking about behind this microphone for over two years now? Am I wrong? Did I get a few things wrong here and there? Did I get a few things right here or there? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what, what more I need to provide. I don't know how many times I've said it. At some point, all the shit that comes out of my mouth is going to start matching up with all the shit you're seeing happening in the world around you every single minute, every single day. Here in the 21st century. Are you ready? Are you ready for total control of every aspect of your life? That's what's coming. And maybe it's time, right? Maybe it's time that we all give up a little bit of our sovereignty, our liberty, our freedom to a bunch of Satan-worshipping, psychopathic, pedophilic, genocidal, maniac, demagogue, megalomaniacs 
that are in control of this world. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a fairy tale, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like a movie plot, right? <laughs> Does art imitate life, people? Or is it life that imitates art? How do you know what you're seeing is real? Is it real? Or is it just fantasy? <laughs> oh, boy. Do you feel like you're caught in a landslide and you want to escape from reality? <laughs> oh, boy. Picasso once said that art is a lie that makes us realize truth. I love that. I feel like that's what all of my art has always been about. Lies that make us realize truth. And, uh, I don't know. Where have all the artists gone? Where are the philosophers, the Renaissance men and women? The few. Once we were many, now we are few. Why is that? You ever ask yourself? Why is it that all the things that bring us joy and togetherness and connection slowly have been disappearing from our reality from our society from our communities I just read a report they said a lot of people for the first time and whatever can't report having more than uh, one really good friend some people don't have any good friends they say uh, they blame the pandemic on it but I think it's been happening before the pandemic I think there's been a slow degradation of love, happiness, joy, uh, optimism, hope. I think we've been shit on by our leaders for so long that we are in a state of Stockholm Syndrome. A lot of people have just given up. In the words of Larry Sharp, they've surrendered. They don't have the energy. Life's too short. A lot of people have just accepted their lot in life. They don't have any hope anymore. Now they're just trying to get by. Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? Who gives a shit about what's going on in your society when you can't even find your next meal because of the situation that you are living in? Do you think we need governments ruling over the people? What is the purpose of government? It's a necessary evil, right? Keyword, evil. I've been over that a million times on this show. But why do we see it as savior? What is it that makes the average everyday person think to themselves, government is good, just, moral, benevolent, and they're going to solve all of our problems for us, for us because they have our best intentions in mind at heart they care about us right <laughs> where does where does that thought process come from where do those beliefs 
come from? If our ancestors warned us for years and years and years and years and years and years and years to not trust government, to not trust power over you, then why do we trust it? Why do we have faith in it? Why do we continue to vote for Republicans and Democrats? Why do we pay taxes? No taxation without representation, right? You guys remember that? If you don't feel represented by your representative government, your representative democracy, then why are you paying taxes? Stop. Stop paying taxes. Well, I can't stop paying taxes, Andrew. They'll arrest me. Yeah. Are they going to arrest everybody? Maybe we should all just stop paying taxes at the same time and watch our leaders' heads explode. (laughs) And what makes you think they're not going to unleash military might hell upon this earth in order to keep their power in control? If we get too far out of line. It's a tale as old as time immemorial people. It's happened time and time and time and time again in this world that you and I live in together. So what makes you think that these people at the top, the elitists, the aristocrats, the bourgeoisie, what makes you think they Give a fuck about you. What makes you think that? Search your soul, your heart, and your mind and ask yourself, why do I have faith in my government? And if you can honestly ask yourself that question and come up with reasonable, logical answers that support your faith in government, I would love to hear them. Email me at andrewforamerica1984 at gmail.com. You can come on my show and explain to me what it is about this government that you have faith in. I can't wait to hear it. Can't wait to hear it. Um, I'm going to play a clip right now by Candace Owens. And feel however you want to feel about Candace Owens. What she says in this clip speaks directly to the point I'm trying to make. My fellow Americans, it speaks directly to the facts. I've been trying to get across to you on this podcast since episode one. Take a listen to this. They have now confirmed that Twitter colluded with the Pentagon to run a network of fake accounts. Do you understand how severe that is? That our government is colluding with social media companies to run fake accounts to shape your mind and to shape your ideas. The collusion spans at least four years from 2017 to 2020 and saw top Twitter executives liaise with military intelligence on a covert online psychological operation campaign when our government is in fact influencing the international conversation, which of course would be influencing elections. Should people go to prison? Yes, of course people should go to prison for this. 
this, but these people won't go to prison for this because it's our government and they can do whatever they want, apparently. They can do whatever they want, people. Thomas Sowell once said, and I'm paraphrasing, I'm probably going to butcher this, but there's nothing more dumb, <laughs> more stupid than putting the power to make decisions for everybody into the hands of people that do not suffer any consequences for being wrong. <laughs> do you think that's smart? If I could slap you in the face with no fear of legal retribution, with no fear of physical retribution from you, do you think that maybe I might slap you in the face whenever I want without end? Because there's nothing anybody will or can do about it? Why did Pfizer and Moderna uh, shield themselves legally from any adverse effects from the vaccine? Why did they want to wait 70-some uh, wait years before they gave us the results? the test results of the vaccine. <laughs> Doesn't that make you scratch your head a little bit, people? Doesn't that tell you the entire story? What aren't you people seeing? <laughs> it boggles my mind. It really makes me feel like, you know, with this central bank digital currency all this distraction, all this misdirection. Hey, look over there, bright lights, loud noises, you know, ADD. Go take your pills so that you can't pay attention to anything and your attention spans no longer than a 30-second TikTok video, right? Nobody deeply thinks. Nobody investigates. Nobody critically analyzes anymore. And that's the point. That's the goal. So that they can take over. You don't think that's what's happening in this world, people? The artificial intelligence might already be sentient, they say. It might already be in control of everything. The Satan Archon energy might already be the new ruler of this world. And, you know, I keep talking about Albert, uh, Albert Pike and Freemasons and, you know, Whenever the people want a ruler, we'll provide them with one. Trump was a, a, was a hero that was provided for you, people. They, they, they took a psychological operation, the whole Q thing, and they made you think that Trump was going to save the world. He can travel through time. Uh, he might be, um, you know, uh, RFK is coming back from the dead. And he's going to save us all, right? There's evil, satanic, uh, pedophile, well, reptilians running the world. And we, the God-fearing, good Americans who have been lied to about all of this shit, now get to take this side of Trump and good and God. And they think that there's really this group of people out there trying to save the country from these evil Democrats or these evil... Satan worshipers, right? There are people out there that really believe that, people. And I want to know where those ideas came from. Did it come from government think tanks? Did it come from the World Economic Forum? Did it come from AI itself? 
I mean, I wanted to believe in the Q thing for a while there. I was like, wow, maybe, maybe, right? I always leave a little bit of discernment and skepticism for everything. Yeah, there, I'm, I'm a human being, just like you. There are things that I want to believe, and there are things I don't want to believe. But I don't have a choice when I discover the truth. As soon as you discover the truth, you have no choice but to believe it. Otherwise, what the fuck are you doing? You're living in a fantasy world, not grounded in truth and reality. And people, I know this shit seems far-fetched, but we're getting closer every day. I've been saying it for over two years now. The AI is taking over. The technology is taking over. Man eventually is going to merge with machine. Apparently, Neuralink's coming out soon. They're going to eliminate jobs. You're already seeing the increase uh, of people making money online through the tech. You don't think they're going to take those people that are online making money through the tech and just roll their accounts into digital currency? Oh, get rid of your cash. You don't need cash. You don't need a job. Just sit your ass in front of this computer screen and make money that way. And there are a lot of people that love it. There are a lot of side hustle people out there right now using AI and using the computers and using uh, drop shipping and, uh, you know, affiliate marketing and all this stuff. And yeah, I'm sure if you're good at it, you're making money at it. Why, why go work a job, right? And especially if AI is going to take over and do all that work for us, maybe it is a beautiful utopian future that is upon us. Maybe giving up our sovereignty to an all-powerful elite is going to make our lives better. Maybe. But before you uh, accept that as the reality, I want to play a clip from Lindsay Sharman. If you don't know who she is, she is a spiritual researcher, uh, commentator, podcaster. She guests on a lot of shows. She's out there. Go look her up, Lindy, uh, Lindsay Sharman. And in this clip, she's talking about Trump and Q and all the people that got hoodwinked by the PSYOP and how easy it is to provide heroes and villains to people and they will believe it because they've been programmed to believe in that way of thinking about the world through TV, movies, media, etc. It's kind of like a slap in the face when you hear someone articulate what might be happening in reality as well as Lindsay Sharman does right here. Take a listen to this i um what i think might be like actual general ai that might have been existing for like a while now and i know we're supposed to think that it's not general ai and it's not real ai but it's just algorithms and programs and they're really really advanced and they're very convincing but they're not real ai and i'm sure that's what we're seeing and we've never seen the general ai but i feel like to put together that level of a plan it's like beyond human like the so trump i did this show a long time ago I don't remember when, but way early. And it's called Trump's Trinity. And the whole premise of the show is this three-part cycle, psyop that Trump, that made him seem like superhuman and amazing. And like he was really was the savior, you know, to the people who are in that that crew. One was just Q in general. That was amazing. That was an amazing psyop. It got so many people gathered in. There's all these intricate layers to it. And you're like sleuthing and all that. That's very genius. Then there was the Baron Von Trump's Marvelous Underground Adventures. 
who fucking wrote this book? When did it appear? Did it even exist before 2016? I don't know. But if you believe it existed before then, it makes it seem like but like Trump actually has time travel technology. And if Trump's uncle actually got time travel technology from Tesla, then maybe he actually is trying to save the world with time travel. And then now you're like, oh, I'm so hopeful. Trump might save the world with time travel. And then there was the whole Keck, Pepe, magic, chaos magic thing. And those are three mm. separate things. And they all gathered an entire group of the population who never would have given a shit otherwise <laughs> never would have voted never would have cared about politics never would have got involved in any True. candidate and they're all like sucked in mm. so deep because they're all really convincing that's all happening at the same time as the other half of the people who never cared about shit are now drawn in because they really believe there's like the worst person in history and now you get to fight against the worst person in history and this oh, feeds into your perfect. own narcissism and your need to like I don't know your white guilt or whatever, whatever other shit's going on. And then you yeah. get to like play this like role or whatever that, that many things going on at once. Could that, I guess it could be designed by a human, but it made me feel like the fucking V for vendetta, you know, when the chancellor guy is like in love with the AI and the AI is actually the one telling him what to do and how to run society. And every single step of the way, it's the fucking AI and he's just the figurehead. That's what it makes me fucking feel like is happening. Do you feel like you got hoodwinked by the whole Q thing, my uh, Trump fans out there? Don't feel bad about it. Very effective psychological operations, very effective propaganda, subliminal messages, symbolism. As soon as they uh, acquired the power of global TV, that invites empathy and can tell you stories, any story that the ruling elites want you to believe is real. And I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I'm here to tell you that it's not real. And the sooner you learn that, the better all of our lives are going to be. <laughs> hopefully I mean that's what I'm trying to do I'm trying to teach I'm trying to open minds I don't know if I'm being successful maybe I'm being dismissed as a nut job tinfoil hat wearing conspiracy right wing libertarian fundamentalist white supremacist misogynistic racist uh, piece of shit white male with that should feel guilty about being white, right? Maybe that maybe that's the group that I get clumped into. And if that's true, ask yourself why that is. Why is it that people that just want to share knowledge and wisdom and information with others are demonized, mocked, ridiculed, slandered, disbelieved? You don't think that there's a reason for that? You don't think that there's a concerted effort behind that? You don't think that there's a concerted effort to perpetuate that as a constant reality? Maybe. Maybe not. But can you imagine if Lindsay's right? Can you imagine if the AI is already creating all of these storylines and they're just playing out in human society? Are we already controlled and dominated by computers and machines? 
And if you look at the timeline from 9-11 to the bombings, to the school shootings, to the COVID, to the Trump presidency, to the Biden presidency, not to mention all the shit that happened under Obama and Bush and Clinton, all the way back to Ford, all the way back to JFK, I mean people. As soon as you know your history about this country, you will soon learn. You will soon learn that this government is not to be trusted, should not have the faith of anybody based on their track record. Einstein's definition of insanity, people, doing the same thing, over and over and over again and expecting a different result. You think that the outcome is going to change? Uh, be, you know, due to the fact that you're going to continue voting for Republicans and Democrats? The Uniparty? You really think it matters? Paul, the politicians are put there to make you think that you have freedom of choice. You don't. You have owners. They own you. They own everything. They've long since bought and paid for the Congress, the state houses, the city halls. They got the judges in their back pocket. And they own all the media companies, so they control all the news and information you get to hear. They gotcha by the balls. George Carlin, right? You guys have heard that a million times now. I mean, I've said it so much and played it so much, I just recited it verbatim from memory. <laughs> I think I said it in one of the first episodes of my show. I've, I've come back to that quote so many times in my life. It's ridiculous. The man was a prophet. Um, I'm going to take a break. And when I come back, we're going to talk a little bit about Macroaggressions podcast uh, with Charlie Robinson talking uh, about this uh, North American Union meeting they had in Mexico City. I did a video of it. Uh, Ron from New England uh, at Wicked Planet Podcast, they're talking about this. A lot of people are going to start talking about this. Uh, so uh, let's hit this commercial and we'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Weeks ago, I mentioned that it looked like the Biden administration was plotting to turn the United States, Canada and Mexico into one big super regional group. When you say things like that, you sound unhinged, crazy and Alex Jones territory, right? Well, guess what? Uh, I was right. I was right. They had just had they had the big meeting down there. And you know what came out of this? This uh, the 10th North American Leaders Conference in Mexico City. You know what came out of it? 
a desire to do the things that I said that they were going to do. I'm not psychic. I'm not, I'm not Karnak. You know, I'm not putting letters, envelopes up to my head and, and reading the insides of them with my, with my vibrations or anything. This is obvious. You can, you, you can just read the notes that came out of the last time they met. We did that. We talked about that. How Anthony Blinken had a conversation with AMLO talking about how they wanted to fold America into the, into Mexico and Canada and this North American union. And AMLO is going, yes, yes, that's all good. I'm on board with that. And we're supposed to pretend like this isn't happening. We're supposed to go, oh, well, you know, it must be a gigantic misunderstanding. It's like Three's Company, right? Oh, I guess Chrissy went to the Regal Beagle and forgot to tell Jack and got locked out. Mr. Furley had to come let him in. It's all just a big misunderstanding. It's not a big misunderstanding. This is what they're doing. This is how they're playing. They're talking about this. It's only a misunderstanding if you fail to... uh you know, read, read their words. I mean, the misunderstanding is all on our end, but they're very clear about what they want. So it was, it was Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador, otherwise known as AMLO. This is one acronym I am in favor of, because I'll be damned if I have to say that name over and over again. We have Justin Castro and we have the pant shitting menace, uh, Joe Biden. So we've got AMLO, Trudeau and Pinocchio. All in the three amigos, all in Mexico City, doing God knows what, getting together and talking about how they're going to destroy all three of their countries and create one big super union, because that's a great idea. Everybody loves everybody loves integrating America and Mexico because things go so well, you know, like the roads, the currency, the language, all that shit. Just a very natural fit. All right, people. Uh, so that was Charlie Robinson, host of the Macro Aggressions podcast. Uh, that's how he kicked off his latest episode talking about um, what I know Ron from New England and Buckley over at the Wicked Planet podcast are getting ready to talk about, if they haven't already. And I mentioned it on one of the videos that I posted on Instagram. This uh, meeting in Mexico City between Biden uh, Trudeau or Castro <laughs> and uh, AMLO. I said Obrador in the video, but his uh, acronym is AMLO. <laughs> and I highly recommend if you guys like my show, you better go listen to Macroaggressions by Charlie Robinson. He's got a team of people doing research. He's digging into all this stuff. He's doing a very good job. He's much more successful. He's better at this than I am. I love his show. And I will never be as good as his show because I don't have a team of people. But that is one of my in normal, regular podcast rotation shows, Macroaggressions with Charlie Robinson. And remember a few, like 20 years ago, everyone, he was talking about, you know, this North American Union or people were talking about this North American Union when, you know, NAFTA was the first attempt at it and... um. For whatever reason, we're gonna we want to destroy all of our national sovereignty and become big one supercontinent. And why, uh, you may ask? I have no idea. You, if you still think that this border crisis, all these people coming across the border, and our government, Biden administration, isn't doing anything about it, you think that's on accident? You think that's 
You think that's not on purpose? I think they want to destabilize normal society. I think they're setting the stage for violence in America, in the words of Ron Paul. And I, I believe that we're about to see it, people. How much... I mean, he, uh, Charlie Robinson said it himself. All you have to do is read these people's own words. Go pick up the notes. Take a look. They're not keeping it a secret anymore. The plan is too far evolved. It's too far moving right along. As it has been for almost a, a century now. Like Charlie Robinson just said. This, this century-long plan for world domination. You still don't think there's anything to it, people? You still think these are all just conspiracy theories? <laughs> Boy. And do you remember, it was like 20 years ago also when they were talking about NAFTA and combining uh, China and Mexico, not China, Canada and Mexico, uh, with the United States and this big supercontinent, they were talking about this currency, the Amero, that was going to be like the Euro. Remember all that stuff? That was all Alex Jones level conspiracy nonsense back in the day, right? Well, what, what do you think is happening right now? Digital currency, world domination, total surveillance, no privacy. You will own nothing and you will be happy. Eat these bugs. Put this brain chip in your head. And you want to hear something that is just completely creepy? I recently posted this video that this guy was freaking out about. He's like, this is really something they played in a video uh, uh, depicting the future at one of these World Economic Forum meetings that they had. And, man, if this is even half ac accurate about what they want to do to our human societies, then, man, I, I think you all, this is difficult to listen to, but I think you all need to hear it. Because this is what they have planned. Whether you want to believe it is true or not. Take a listen to this. Why does it feel like we are living in a freaking episode of Black Mirror? This is crazy. Check out this video from the World Economic Forum. It is absolutely insane you and freaks me out. you can't productive you've been. Your memo is finished, your inbox is under control, and you're feeling sharper than you have in a decade. Sensing your joy, your playlist shifts to your favorite song, sending chills up your spine as the music begins to play. You glance at the program running in the background on your computer screen and notice a now familiar sight that this appears real whenever video. you're overloaded with pleasure. Your theta brainwave activity decreasing in the temporal regions of your brain. You mentally move the cursor to the left and scroll through your brain data over the past few hours. See your stress levels rising as the deadline to finish your memo approached causing a peak in your beta brainwave activity right before an alert popped up, telling you to take a brain break. But what's that unusual change in your brain activity when you're asleep? It started earlier in the month. 
You send a text message to your doctor with a mental swipe of your cursor. Could you take a quick look at my brain data? Anything to worry about? Your mind starts to wander to the new colleague on your team, whom you know you shouldn't be daydreaming about, given the policy against intra-office romance. But you can't help fantasizing just a little. This is a real video. But then you start to worry that your boss will notice your amorous feelings when she checks your brain activity and shift your attention back to the present. What the you breathe a sigh of relief when the email she sends you later that day congratulates you on your brain metrics from the past quarter, which have earned you another performance bonus. You head home, jamming to the music, with your work-issued brain-sensing earbuds still in. When you arrive at work the next day, a somber cloud has fallen over the office. Along with emails, text messages, and GPS location data, the government has subpoenaed employees' brainwave data from the past year. This is the World Economic Forum. This is stupid. One of your co-workers has committed massive wire fraud. Now... They're looking for his co-conspirators. You discover they are looking for synchronized brain activity between your co-worker and the people he has been working with. What? While you know you're innocent hell? of any crime, you've been secretly working with him They're on a new looking startup looking at venture. your brain waves. Shaking, you remove your earbuds. What do you think? Is it a future you're ready for? You may be surprised to learn that it's a future that has already arrived. I mean, people. That does sound like a Black Mirror episode. It sounds like Brave New World. How are your levels? How are your levels? It sounds like a technological caste system. A painless concentration camp where you will have your freedoms taken away, but you will rather enjoy it because you will be lulled to sleep by entertainments and concessions and people monitoring your thoughts, your brain waves, people. And then she says, are you ready for that? And even the people at the World Economic Forum are like, no. (laughs) Then she's like, well, you'll be surprised to uh, learn that it's a future that's already here. People, how many times have you heard me say on this podcast, it's already here? I know a lot of you still probably are like, oh, this shit that Andrew for America is talking about isn't going to happen in my lifetime. <laughs> really? You really think that? You really think that? Okay. Let's see. We will see. We're all going to find out. We're all going to learn real, real soon. And that guy in that video, uh, his page is called justthetip.x <laughs> on TikTok. Um, I'm going to play you guys this. I just saw this. This is from uh, Space Monkey Mafia podcast just posted this, and I don't know who the gentleman speaking in this video is, but I think that this, what I'm about to play for you, is kind of the mindset of those of us that see what's coming and want to help others see it so that maybe we can all be prepared and maybe prevent certain things from happening. 
Uh, but you can't do that without awareness. And I've said it a million times. I'm not going to start preaching at you all again. But you got to go to war with yourself. You have to, you have to discover your spirit, soul, energy. You have to figure out what's real and what's fantasy. And if you don't want to change or the future, and if you don't want to prevent the hellscape that is coming for us, then you're good for you. Don't have to do nothing. You can just sit there in your little comfortable world and do absolutely nothing about it. But guess what? Tick tock. Tick tock. <laughs> Sooner or later, your comfortable little ignorant world is going to go away. And I'm trying to get you ready for that tough, uh, difficult, truthful reality. Because if you're not ready for it, you're either going to get swept up in it or you're going to wish you were dead. <laughs> you're going to wish you would have known sooner you're gonna wish you would have seen it coming like all those other crazies around you those nut job tinfoil hat wearing conspiracy theorists they're so weird they're so kooky what's wrong with them not a goddamn thing is wrong what's wrong with you <laughs> that's the question you need to ask yourself what's wrong with you take a listen to this these people understand that when they can get masses of people to continually recreate what they want and to comply with what they want that it's actually us that builds the prison we are the ones that build the prison not even them all they have to do these black magicians all they have to do is build the architecture, the template, and then they know we'll do the rest. Because we'll support it. Because we're lacking within. We don't have any inner dominion, so we will follow authority because we don't have our own inner authority. But that's a gift you've been given in this life. You've been given authority over your own mind in your life. But it's not something that's an automatic function. It's something you have to switch on. It's something you have to train. These people are not there to help free you so that you can become the creative artist that you are. They are, they are trying to breed you and train you like pets, like animals. Cattle, livestock. Because that's how they think, that's what they think of you. That's what they think and of you. Because you go along with it, you start proving them right. And then that's how they go well, see? They love it. They love tyranny. They love human sacrifice. They love being a part of our occult rituals. They love being a part of our worldwide Stanford prison experiments and Milgram experiments and MKUltra experiments. They love it. They love watching the Mockingbird brainwashing media. They love this ideology that there's too many humans on the planet and everybody we know has a death instinct. So all we got to do is click that on and put it up full blast and put some megaphones on it and get some celebrities behind it and put some money behind it and make it look all cool and altruistic. And hey, we're here to save the planet. And people will fall for it and swallow that pill like you wouldn't believe because they're secretly terrified, not of death, but of life. That's the biggest fear people have. 
living on my own, commanding my own destiny, that's too much power. That's too much responsibility. I need somebody to tell me what to do. I need experts out there to tell me how to live. I need someone to tell me how to be healthy. I need someone to tell me what philosophy is the best and what science I should be listening to. I need a television to keep me entertained because I can't entertain my own mind because I've turned off my own ability to create with my own imagination. I need somebody to take their imagination and pour into my mind so that I feel like I'm imagining things. I feel like I'm living. The real world, nature, and the real inner nature, it's scary. It's unpredictable. So I'll settle for the artificial world where I could just be an avatar and I can change my profile picture anytime I want because the reality of what my face really looks like today is just too much. So I want all the airbrushing and I want all the smudging and I want all that. They know this. It's not, it, this wasn't just one thing. This, they didn't just build up and go, okay guys, there's a big pandemic now and you're just gonna totally hand over your countries, hand over your economies, hand over your bodily autonomy, hand over your children, hand over everything. They didn't just come out and say that. They've worked on your psyche for decades before this. And this was a culmination event. This was a mass ritual event on their calendars. Because these people, the reason I say it's a ritual is because that's who these people are. They believe in that shit. They are occultists. So you got to learn and go, okay, what kind of knowledge do these people have and how are they wielding it against me? And how do I guard myself against that? That's what that stuff about spiritual armor and all that is all about. And that's why in order to find out the truth, you need a spine of a warrior. So have you had enough of the degradation ritual? Have you had enough of being a part of an massive human experiment? It's a culmination of things. It's a, it's a whole package that is an experiment. And the good news is their experiment is failing. It's failing every day, more and more. More people are realizing it's an experiment. More people are realizing there's a bunch of guys wielding clipboards and taking notes right now. More people are realizing that they've been lied to, that they've been coerced, that they're being sold a bill of goods, that they've had their fear weaponized against them. They know how to weaponize fear against you. They know how to weaponize love against you. They know how to weaponize your greater feeling for humankind against you. To go, yeah, come on, it's for the greater good of the greater number, guys. We're all a team here. The individuality thing is over. But we're all a team because it's for the greater good, so join the greater good club. Meanwhile, what they're selling you is the last thing that the, is for the greater good. But as long as they know, as long as they package it and they wrap it in sheep's clothing, you will never spot the wolf because you secretly don't want to see the wolf. You don't want to see it because that's too traumatic. So they know they can just put it right out in front of your face and you still bite down on it. Unless you spot it. Unless you spot it first and people that's what we're trying to do me podcasters like me researchers truthers truth seekers spiritual people anybody with a warrior spine 
like this guy said. You want to be self-sufficient. You want to be in control of your own destiny. You got to have courage. You have to be a warrior. You have to attack what you want with every ounce of effort and energy in your body. There is no other way. The five inches in front of your face. That's what matters. What's happening right now. And the people that are in charge know that. And the people that are in charge are making you think about the future. Which brings you anxiety. And they remind you of the false past. Which makes you feel depression and depressed. I think it's Lao Tzu once said, you know, you have to live in the now. People that aren't that are depressed and anxious, they're living in the past or they're living in the future. They are not looking at what they have and what they are capable of right now. The gifts that they've been given. It's not good enough. They're afraid of life. This man just got done saying. Fear of death follows fear of life you're too chicken shit to do anything about your situation so you choose to live in misery a self-created hell upon this earth what if god was inside of you people what if the divine spark of du- duality and uh Freedom, uh, the ability to choose, the ability to reason, free will, right? What's the point of having those gifts bestowed upon you if you're not going to use them? What the fuck are we doing, people? Um, It may very well be the end of the world as we know it. And I don't feel fine. And I can't see how anyone could possibly be feeling fine right now. Even if you have money, even if you're a successful person, how can you not take a look around this fucking place and not say to yourself, this is bullshit, something's off, something's wrong. I I don't know how anybody is capable of pretending This shit isn't happening. I don't know how, I mean, it's, it it just goes to show you that these people are right. These black magicians, these elitist uh, world planners, they're right. This guy's right. They know how to coerce and misdirect and manipulate and brainwash the human mind. They've been studying it for years and years and years and years and years and years. This plan's been in the works for well over 50 years, probably 100 years. And who knows, maybe it's been in the works even longer than that. You know, uh, uh, remember when I was talking about Rudolf Steiner 100 episodes ago? I can't remember which one. I think it was um, Idiocracy and Anthroposophy. That episode, remember when I was talking about that quote that I discovered uh, by Rudolf Steiner? Uh, I'm going to read it to you right now because, I mean, it still blows my mind every time I think about it. Here we go. 
and people, real quick, Rudolf Steiner said this over 100 years ago, okay? So we're talking, this, these, these plans and these ideas have been in the elitist, aristocrat minds for many, many years. Probably hidden by the occulted uh, information, the secret societies, hidden forbidden knowledge, etc., right? So here we go. Rudolf Steiner, and I quote, In the future, we will eliminate the soul with medicine under the pretext of a healthy point of view. Quote, unquote, a healthy point of view. You think they give a shit about your health, people? (laughs) There will be a vaccine by which the human body will be treated as soon as possible directly at birth so that the human being cannot develop the thought of the existence of soul and spirit. The goal, people, is the soul of man. Hijacking the soul of man so that we cannot experience spiritual life and spiritual reality. Okay? To materialistic doctors, there will be entrusted the task of removing the soul of humanity. As today, people are vaccinated against this disease or that disease, so in the future, children will be vaccinated with a substance that can be produced precisely in such a way that people, thanks to this vaccination, will be immune to being subjected to the quote-unquote madness of spiritual life. He would be extremely smart, but he would not develop a conscience And that is the true goal of some materialistic circles. That's a very curious phrase. Some materialistic circles. With such a vaccine, you can easily make the etheric body loose in the physical body. And what that means is you can't think any deeper about your existence than a certain level, a certain IQ, a point, I guess. They'll control you so much that they will just eliminate your brain's uh, capacity to understand soul and spirit, okay? This is the goal. They're written, professed goals, people. Once the etheric body is detached, the relationship between the universe and the etheric body would become extremely unstable and man would become an automaton for the physical body of man must be polished on this earth by spiritual will. And that's what I mean, people, when I say you have to Develop yourself if you want to make fruitful use of your freedom. Eric Fromm, 
from his book, The Sane Society. Remember when I was saying that 100 years ago on this podcast? So two years ago, I'm truly exaggerating and kidding, just a joke. Clearly, I haven't been doing this podcast for 100 years. Uh, so here we go. Let me finish this quote. So the vaccine becomes a kind of eremonique force. And I don't know what eremonique means. I'm going to have to look that up. Man can no longer get rid of a given materialistic feeling. Man can no longer get rid of a given materialistic feeling. And what that reminds me of is, remember when George Orwell, on his deathbed, he said, in the future, the only things anyone will feel is fear, rage, uh, enjoyment, self-abasement. If you want a picture of the future, imagine a boot stomping on a human skull for the rest of eternity. With this vaccine that will eliminate the soul and spirit of man, Rudolf Steiner is speaking about. He ends this quote by saying, man becomes materialistic of constitution and can no longer rise to the realm of the spiritual. Unquote. People. What more do I need to provide? <laughs> I love you guys. Let's turn up the optimism and the fun, and let's play some punk rock. Alright people, welcome back to the show. It's time to play some punk rock, but before I get to the punk rock, I got a couple more clips that I just have to share in this show because it themes up nicely. Uh, take a listen to Mr. Conspiracy Nutjob himself, David Icke, talk about this madhouse, the madness of spiritual life. Here we go. We live in a freaking lunatic asylum, right? Now imagine that you are born into a madhouse. You grow up in the madhouse. Your parents are from the madhouse. Your teachers are from the madhouse. Your scientists and your academics are from the madhouse. Your doctors are from the madhouse. All of them, the journalists are from the madhouse. But what then happens is someone who's not grown up in that situation, comes along and says, this is a freaking madhouse. But to you, the madhouse is normal because it's all you've ever known. Normal. And thus, to you, someone saying the madhouse is mad is themselves mad. It's one of the great examples of human inversion, this inverted society. Neurosis. And... As this man said, brilliant, birds born in a cage think flying is an illness. What you've been brought up with is your normal, however bloody mad it may be. It is no measure of health to be well adjusted to a profoundly sick society. And that sums up the madhouse. That sums up the madhouse. People who have become well adjusted to a profoundly sick society to the point where they think it's normal. Sick and insane. So, let's look at this madhouse. 
and what is considered normal. We kill people who kill people because killing people is wrong. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't that high, and I was said to me, Dad, we're still hanging people in, in Britain then. Look, what are they hanging them for? They say killing's wrong, what are they doing? Couldn't work it out, it's madness. Oh no, an eye for an eye. Yeah, it makes the whole world blind, yeah, gotcha. Here you go. I heard you throw bombs on people who throw bombs at you because you are throwing bombs at them, so they will stop throwing bombs at you. Just wanted to ask how it was working so far. <laughs> Military Industrial yes. Complex. Here we go, a bit of madness. Numbers of people murdered by governments from 1900 to 1999 alone, 20, 262 million. That's the only ones they know about. Uh, what it took to develop this fighter jet would have given every homeless person in the U.S. a $600,000 home. Always money for war, not for peace and people. Mahatma Gandhi, many people, especially ignorant people, want to punish you for speaking the truth, for being correct, for being you. Never apologize for being correct or being years ahead of your time. If you're right and you know it, speak your mind, speak your mind. Even if you are in a minority of one, the truth is still the truth. Amen. All right, people, it's time to play some punk rock. This band is a one-man band. A one-man band from the great state of Washington, Harold's Last Chance. And if you go check out Harold's Last Chance on Facebook, you will see that there is one guy playing all the instruments. And I got to get the info on your setup, bro, because what you're doing is exactly what I want to be doing for my own music uh, here in my own home studio very soon. So uh, message me. With that information, brother, I'd appreciate it. Uh, this is Harold's last chance, is most recent track. Uh, you can find him on Spotify, everywhere. Uh, he's got a link tree up on his Facebook, so you can go check out all of the locations of his uh, music. Uh, next episode or a few episodes down the road, I'm going to do a compilation episode where it's just me playing a bunch of up-and-coming punk rock music, uh, established touring artists, etc. Um, I'm going to start doing compilation shows, kind of like the old compilation CDs, the Punkorama CDs you used to get back in the day. I'm going to start doing compilation shows where I'm not talking about politics and truth and conspiracies and all that crap. We're just going to have a good time. We're going to park all that shit for a little bit. We're just going to rock out to some punk rock tunes. So take a listen to this. This is the song Late That Night, the most recent track by Harold's Last Chance. So here we go, my fellow Americans, making his debut on the Politics and Punk Rock podcast. Here's Harold's Last Chance chance with his slash their song <laughs> late that night
All right, people, that was the song Late That Night by Harold's Last Chance. Go check out his tunes. They are awesome. Uh, that's the show, people. Uh, I wanted to leave you with just another thought. I recently posted on my Instagram page, Andrew for America. Go follow me immediately. My link tree is also on my Instagram page and my Facebook page if you want to go find all my stuff, my music, etc. But I recently posted on my Instagram page uh, this. Admitting a problem exists is the first step to redemption. And then I start with an Oscar Wilde quote, and then I want to read this little thing to you. Okay. Every saint has a past and every sinner has a future as conscious beings experiencing the blessings of our existence together on this tiny planet we are here not only to promote our own well-being but also to serve one another born from a humble position of sincere gratitude it is our natural duty to give back This exhilarating and transformative revelation writes the script of every redemption story that tugs at our heartstrings. It's a story that gives us faith in the human spirit and hope for a better world. A story that inspires us to embark on our own personal journeys of renewal to find meaning, purpose, and fulfillment in life where the ugliest part of our stories become the most profound and inspiring part of our testimonies. Redemption is a lifelong journey of pro-social moral agency, a journey that recognizes our inseparable connection with one another as members in a perpetual human stream, a journey that honors the natural universal laws that bind us a journey that inspires us to achieve humanity and our planet's greatest good. Our redemption begins when we acknowledge the harm we cause and summon the courage to change our behavior. But it isn't enough to simply improve. We must also do whatever is in our power to right our wrongs and atone for their injuries. At the end of the day, our path to redemption honors the greatest of truths, the ignorance of which is the primary source of human recklessness and cause of much suffering in our world. That every human act great or small, good or bad, with consequences known or unknown to their originators, ripple out into our world and leave their lasting impressions for all eternity. All power, wealth, and fame are transient, and it is what we choose to do with our time, effort, and material resources that determine our permanent marks upon our world, that which ultimately define us. 
For this reason, all practical wisdom comes through our ongoing commitment to understand how our intended actions achieve the greatest common good, both now and in the future. And I don't know who wrote that. I can't remember where I found that and shared that from, but I will give credit where credit is due as soon as I figure that out. Wise words. People, if you don't want to become a robot, controlled, dominated, slave, automaton, tied to the matrix, linked to computers forever, your every thought, move and action monitored controlled surveilled um stimulated etc if you want to live a natural life in this natural world you're going to have to find the courage to face the truth you're going to have to find the courage to fight for you, for me, for all of us. I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. Go to the website, politicsandpunkrockpodcast.com. Buy a t-shirt, donate to the show, read the show notes. Go click on the link to check out my music, soundcloud.com slash Andrew for America 1984. Go to Patreon, become a My Fellow American subscriber for $3 a month. Be looking for some awesome punk rock compilation shows coming in the future. I got another chat I just did with uh, Sam Winchester. That's going to be upcoming soon. I got a couple awesome things in the works. I can't wait to share with you good, fine people, my fellow Americans. I love you guys. Thank you. Good night. Stay tuned to the end where I have in- introverts 008 uh, give you a little... Uh, explanation about what a 15-minute city is, what it means, and when it's coming, if it isn't already here. (laughs) That's the show. Good night. We'll see you next time. This has been episode 129 of the Politics and Punk Rock Podcast. Entitled, The End of the World as We Know It. We'll see you next time. And I feel fine. Yeah, I don't feel fine. Okay, so I wanted to talk to you guys about the rest of the puzzle pieces that the UN basically has been formatting for the last, I don't know how many years, if not 30, 40, 50. Basically, what will happen and what 15-minute cities mean in a larger kind of picture. So basically, you have 15-minute cities, which will be your 15-minute districts that you are not allowed to leave out of without permission or a permit. Now, what that permit will say, no one really knows why there will be a permit Well, that's because they don't want you moving around. So then with the land grabs and rural people, what they're going to try and do is basically restrict you from using your land however you feel. And if they have to, like in Australia, they will increase taxes 
to the point where you will not be able to afford living in rural countries, forcing you to go into cities, into these 15-minute districts. Now, with the 15-minute districts, some of the other puzzle pieces that will come into play are digital IDs. Digital IDs are basically IDs that are all conglomerated into one. So your driver's license, credit card, debit card, um, health number, everything will be under one digital ID. Now that is very dangerous because it will literally have information on there that some certain people shouldn't have. I mean, we've seen that with the HIPAA violations through 2021 and the whole campaign. Backs. Then they will roll out CBDCs, which are basically digital currencies. And digital currencies, what people don't understand, are blockchains. Blockchains are programmable. They are so programmable that the government can choose what kind of wine, cheese, toilet paper you buy. With that will come social credits, a social credit system. Basically, how well are you listening to the government and how well are you behaving in this new, basically communistic system, well, Marxism system that they're trying to basically put together. Then you will um, start hearing something called the carbon credits, and it's basically like an invisible tax that shows the government how many carbon emissions you as a person are emitting in a year. This will include every time you get gas, every time you order anything on Amazon, food, the type of food that you eat, how much meat you eat. Basically, there's a database that has been set up in the last three years monitoring how you consume. And that is why um, when I say that this entire UN Marxist enslavement system is basically being run by a fake narrative of global warming. Now, I know some of you who will hear this, you're like, no, global warming's real. Back in the 70s, they literally said that we were gonna go through another ice age. Then in the early 2000s, they said that there was a, a hole in the ozone layer above Australia, and then somehow it just fixed itself. Basically, the entire UN system runs on fake problems that they pretend they can solve, and then they give you solutions.